to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. Sometimes your accounting business just feels kind of blah. Like you can't really describe the feeling. It's not really good. It's not bad. It just is. That's what we're talking about today. So here's the thing. It's easy to know what to work on when you have a clear goal to pursue or a problem to solve. You feel motivated to work on those projects that relate to your goal or your problem. You can identify the questions to ask, the tasks to complete, the timing of everything, and you generally know how to feel or how you are going to feel because you've done this process many times before. And you probably feel purposeful, motivated, or even excited when you're working this way because you believe that your goal and your actions are aligned. Like you kind of believe this is all going to work and I know exactly what I'm doing. When it comes to accounting work, you have a pretty established cycle and seasons for things, so it's easy to know what to expect and when to work on specific projects, goals, and problems. And you know how you're going to feel in connection with each. Busy season. It's time to feel focused and busy, get things done. When you're nearing a filing deadline or month-end closes, it's the same thing. You know exactly what's going to happen. Recruiting season. You know what to anticipate when you're talking to potential employees and onboarding and training new hires. Vacations that you have planned, you have the fun and the escape to look forward to. You know what it'll be like to be gone. You know how you're going to manage all of that process. But what about the in-between times, the lulls in the work, or when you're in the office, but several of your coworkers or team members are out on their vacations while you keep things moving with clients or record keeping or whatever your specific role is? Or what about when you're between projects? There's no special project happening. There's no new hires coming in. There's no procedures to document. There's no looming deadlines. There's no clear action that you feel compelled to take right now. To a lot of us, this feels unsettling, like we're missing something, waiting for that other shoe to drop, wondering what we aren't paying attention to that's going to bite us in the butt. We think that we shouldn't feel this way, that there shouldn't be a lull, that there shouldn't be things that aren't totally planned, that we shouldn't have this unstressed, non-overwhelming, non-busy feeling going on. And our natural inclination is to assume that it's a problem. And maybe we try to find a solution right away or distract ourselves with something to ease the feeling of boredom or worry. But the thing is, life and work are not actually supposed to be all good or all bad. They're not supposed to be all about motivation and action and achieving, nor are they supposed to be all about failure and lack of motivation. And it doesn't have to be a constant swing between one end or the other. In fact, our emotional experience of life actually works out to about 50% positive and 50% negative. The thing is, most of us are trying to work to make it 100% positive, and a lot of times we end up making it even more negative because we feel like the negative is negative, like it's a really bad thing. And of course, you get to define what positive and negative are for you. But for me, just recognizing this, that there is supposed to be both the positive and the negative and embracing it makes the times that aren't all about growth or feeling motivated and positive and excited and engaged at work feel more normal and acceptable. I'm not a problem myself and my work isn't a problem either. I've talked here a lot about feelings and emotions, how your feelings drive your actions, how they're key to getting the results you want. 
But usually we're talking and thinking about more distinct or extreme feeling emotions, the ones that you would easily classify as positive or negative and clearly see how you react in response to them. Or maybe we're talking about indulgent emotions like worry, confusion, and overwhelm. Things that happen a lot, but that really serve no real purpose and generally keep you from taking any real action or making any meaningful change in your life. Today, we're talking about when you feel bored, unmotivated, or a general blah, where you can't really define it, but you just feel unfocused and like something's just not quite there, but it's not really a problem either. I think we're socialized to think that we always have to be on and productive. Even when we're supposed to be on vacation or taking a day off, we still actively pursue relaxation and adventure like it's a thing, like we have to relax now. <laughs> we have developed an intolerance for boredom, for unfocused time, for lulls in activity or goals, or anything that isn't a constant, recognizable push forward toward achieving a goal or solving a problem. Unfortunately, this intolerance also creates a lot of suffering and discontent or discomfort in our lives. Because we think that we're doing something wrong or bad in some way if we're not always productive and in action. And there are tons of studies that tell us that doing nothing and being unproductive and just relaxing or sleeping or just clearing our mind is actually very useful and will actually lead to greater productivity when we are on. But that's not exactly what we're focusing on today. What I want to offer you today is that you don't always have to be in a state of creating or solving. You don't have to have a plan at all times. You don't have to be active to be worthy or safe. If there is a slow moment at work, use it to breathe. Accounting and finance folks, especially, are so used to being on and going at full speed, working extra hours, always trying to keep up or get ahead, that when things are just normal, you think something is wrong. You wonder if you've lost your edge. You worry about what you are missing that you should be doing right now. You want to solve something. And now that you've been working on managing your mind and emotions, you likely want to solve your negative emotions so that you can feel focused, certain, and worthy and productive again. The point is not to solve emotions. It's to be aware of them, allow them, embrace them. The more you let yourself have all of the emotions at both ends of the spectrum and everything in between, the more you let yourself be fully human and the more valuable, effective, and impactful you actually can be in your work and in your life. I can't tell you how many times clients come to me worried that they have no problems to solve this week, or that they don't have a big goal to consider at the moment, or that they simply feel kind of in limbo. All of these create a feeling of fear of some kind of unknown thing lurking out there that they haven't anticipated, or frustration with themselves because they think that since we've been doing this work and their thoughts create their feelings, they must be doing something wrong if they're not always having productive, positive, blissful feelings. And that is never the point. We can't force life to be all happy and easy feelings. We want to experience it all. The good, the bad, and the boring in between. Life is sometimes fantastic and exciting. Sometimes it really sucks. And often it's just somewhere in between there. What's more interesting, and something I find for myself way more often than I realize, is that when we resist these in-between feelings, a lot of times that's where we actually do our most destructive behaviors. For me, when I am bored or disengaged because I'm not elated with achieving a particular goal, or I'm mildly discouraged from an effort that didn't pan out, but that wasn't a complete, horrible, depressing failure, I actually find myself doing way more buffering activity. Buffering for me looks like eating lots of junk food, drinking more alcohol than usual, dragging myself out of bed way later than usual in the morning, and avoiding or procrastinating on projects and tasks that I usually am very excited to do. 
what does it look like for you? If you find yourself in this place where you're not quite sure why you feel off, but you aren't happy there, give yourself some love and compassion. Let yourself feel that blah feeling, whether it's boredom, slight dissatisfaction, whatever it is, feel it without it being a problem or making it mean that you're doing or being something wrong. Like sometimes we just think I am wrong, I am bad, or it's I'm doing something wrong. And neither of those serves you. Then I want you to ask yourself some gentle questions to understand why you're really in this place of feeling kind of meh. In fact, notice the way that you even ask the question. Most likely your default is what's wrong with me or why am I doing this to myself? I know those are my defaults. Instead, ask, how does it make sense that I'm feeling this way right now? Do you notice a difference in how that feels? It removes the shame of you being a problem or thinking that you're a problem, and it really helps you stop hiding from yourself. I know that when I'm feeling like I'm a problem and asking what's wrong with me, I don't even want to find the answer because I'm like, oh, it'll be so horrible. I don't want to see that about myself. But if I ask it as, how does this make sense? It takes some of that pressure. I'm like, oh, it could be okay to see this about myself because it's just normal and it's useful and it's not a problem. I'm not a problem. And when you have an answer to that question, you can ask yourself, would you do anything differently if you could do it over right now? And sometimes you didn't really even do anything. You're just in this position and you're like, oh, I don't have to be upset about this. The point here is that you want to see that you have a choice in your feelings and in where you are. And a lot of times I find that I actually do want to choose whatever crappy feeling I'm having at the moment, at least for a bit. And doing this exercise helps me feel like it's okay to be there. And sometimes it really does feel good to just wallow in maybe self-pity or frustration or straight up boredom. You want to ask these questions and go through this exercise because it helps you see the results that you're creating by first resisting, acknowledging your feelings, and then choosing to stay there. Because you tend to stay somewhere a lot longer when you're resisting even acknowledging it and when you're resisting feeling those emotions or when you're resisting allowing that emotion to exist. You know, you're like, I can't feel this emotion. I can't recognize this about myself. That takes a lot more energy and keeps you actually staying in that emotion way longer. I find it helpful to think about kids and their stubborn emotional moments. You think they're being unreasonable. It's kind of humorous sometimes when you watch them do it. But guess what? We do the same thing and we just can't see it because we're in the middle of it at the moment. Accepting your less than exciting or pleasant emotions doesn't mean that you also have to accept situations or results that you don't want. In fact, making peace with the range of emotions that you will feel at work and at home can give you strength to get back on track or take better actions and create what you do want when you're ready. But usually you've got to go through allowing those emotions first if you want to get past them. Otherwise, you're going to keep creating the same thing over and over. That's why we can do things like change our circumstance constantly, but keep being like, but it still sucks. Why am I not getting anywhere different? It's because you aren't taking the time to actually work through those emotions. So if you're experiencing a summer lull or general boredom or blah at work, stop resisting it. Let it be without trying to force something different, without judging it, without trying to move forward right away. Just let it be. Simply by releasing that resistance, you will open the door to better feelings and better results faster. Have fun with this exercise and have a great week. 
Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Find up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com.